0: hey y'all so welcome back to another episode of the awkward adventures of college graduate it's your host jared and so before you jump into this episode of course we're gonna do like a couple housekeeping things so you know follow the podcast on ig if you hear background noise i am recording outside that seems to be like my new thing um i recorded my last little jma that was like a late night podcast i didn't have enough energy to record other parts so here i is back in my car but you know and put these episodes out regardless anyway uh follow me on ig at the underscore black underscore ambivert and also follow the podcast page at the aagc podcast um also if you're on twitter you know live tweet the podcast at um excuse me hashtag capital a capital a capital g capital c capital p o d c a a S T podcast, and you know, give your opinions on the episode. I think today is going to be an interesting episode, definitely. So, if you get a chance to really, you know, really, really, really get into this, um, really get into this, I think. Not if you get a chance. If you get a chance to really live tweet this episode, I really encourage you to do so, and that is at the A A G C podcast on Twitter as well. You know, so check it out. But anyway let's just jump straight into it so last week was my birthday and all that stuff it was a good thing you know shout out to everyone who you know wished me happy birthday I appreciate it it was a dope dope day it was really quiet it was reflective just kind of how I thought it would be and I appreciate you know having had that um it was really fun like I (laughs) the end was fun I hung out with my friends so I was on like a a google meet call and We were just, I was like, what's the funniest memory you have?" with me? And my friends would really roast me and stuff like that. And, like, we played games. And it was just a good time, you know. If you can't be with your friends where you can get roasted and you can, you know, laugh at yourself and all that stuff, you ain't living, you know, at the end of the day. You're really not living. So that's one thing to keep in mind is, you know, never feel like you're so whatever that you can't, you know, laugh at yourself. Or you can't, um, you know, really just enjoy life to a degree. So, that was like a short thing, but I want to jump straight into the podcast episode because my laptop is dying and I want to make sure I get this uh finished before, you know, it dies. And hopefully it won't die in the middle of me recording. So, what are we talking about this week? What are we talking about? Y'all probably curious. So, last week I did like a short poll asking what I should talk about as far as the a podcast episode. And one of the subjects somebody said was love. And so I was like, okay, cool. I wasn't able to cover it last week because I had already recorded by the time I got that suggestion. But I was like, you know, nah, I'm gonna make sure I do this. So, you know, now I get an opportunity to do so, I'm gonna do this. So this episode is gonna be very <laughs> interesting. because I think that's like one of the one things I haven't really talked about on here. Um, is this like my love life or lack thereof? <laughs> kind of, sort of. Um, but it, it shall be an interesting topic to really go into and, you know, kind of dissecting it, you know, adjust, especially because it's, it's a real part about, like, you know, a part of life, especially, you know, after graduating um, from college and, you know, being out in the quote unquote real world for the first time. You know, the way that you meet people and you date isn't the same as you did before, you know, you went into school. When you were in school, you know, you pretty much dated your classmates or those around you, and you had, like, a, a real pool of people, like, you know, um, my school, like, for instance, like, um, there, when I was at Lincoln, there are a lot more women than there were men, so my options for a dating pool was, you know, a lot high, not a lot high, <laughs> it was, it was, it was much higher, um, in the sense of, like, you know, there are more people, there are more women to date, and stuff like that so like you know that's just one of those things but when you get out you know into the real world it's like all right well where do I find people at where do I you know go to kind of do that so it's 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 really interesting but um I'm gonna hop into that and like talk about that a little bit so boom so the title of this episode is what is love I'm not gonna do that to y'all I'm not gonna subject y'all to that amount of torture I'm not gonna hit I found, I found, I found <laughs> By the way, y'all saw the verses last night? Listen, I don't care what y'all say, I don't care if y'all said Ashanti won. I don't care if y'all said, you know, um Keisha lost or whatever. Keisha won in my book. That is that is the that is the heartbreak hood love hood music queen. I don't care what y'all say um so you know for me it's whatever um ooh, it is actually gonna cut you guys because my laptop is dying so i'll be back in a little bit all right i'm back y'all i had to do like a little teleportation earlier hold on a second um but yeah let's jump straight into the topics of this episode so uh i have an outline sorry y'all so boom so let's start off with just defining what love is so love is defined as an intense feeling of deep affection so you know very scientific um i guess you know way of looking at it i would just add to that that you know love comes in many forms it comes in the form of you know romantic so you know having love for somebody that's deeper than it's kind of hard to explain but like you know in the sense of wanting to spend the rest of your life with them or, you know, just spend, you know, time with them in that kind of sense. Um, you know, that can be combined, sexual component and stuff like that. Um, then there's also, you know, there's uh, platonic, I would say, love. You know, the love that you have for your friends. You know, the love that you you express to them when you, like, you know, have somebody who's very close to you. And, like, you know, there's somebody you can depend on that's just... It's a deeper bond, it's kind of like, you know, in some f- ways it can, you know, be compared to like the type of love you have for like family members, you know, family, which goes into that too, you know, a familial love that you have with your family, you know, you share blood, and so based off of that bond or whatnot, you know, you may be, um, you know, have a d- certain type of love that in that form too, so can come in different any many shapes and forms and i don't think it's just one thing you know that's a good way of defining but you know love can be actions love can be words love can be many different things so it's very difficult to put into like this one you know real real box um so the next thing so we're gonna get into my business because you know (laughs) the good thing about podcasts you know the thing about podcasts is Y'all know y'all be wanting to be in my business so I'm gonna give y'all a little bit of my business today. My love life so that's what I wanted to jump into you know and the question I actually had was that goes with this because so I'm doing it like question wise you know it's just questions I came up with that goes with this topic since the question is what is love I wanted to do um how is love defined and have I ever experienced love so I would say yes and no Um, I have, so the reason I say that is, so give you a little bit of background, so when I was in high school, really wasn't, well, I can't even say really wasn't, I wasn't dating, you know, I didn't, um, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm just reading something, so I wasn't dating, and so I really didn't date, or I didn't get into my first relationship until I got into college, which is my freshman year, um, I did the whole, (laughs) everybody knows about that, you know, that, well, no, I didn't get in my freshman year, I got into my freshman year, but, you know, I was kind of, I don't say I was entertaining somebody, I guess you could say I was talking to somebody, I was talking to somebody my freshman year of, of college, you know, kind of like the thing that a lot of freshmen do, you know, to get away from home, you know, and my, the funniest thing for me is I was like, all right, Um, <laughs> I had this whole mindset of, like, I'm not trying to get into a relationship, I'm not focused on that, you know, I'm not trying to you know, um, if if the if love wants to come to me, you know that woman will have to come to me herself, and all these different things like this. This really crazy, you know, mantra. Like I wasn't open to it at all. I really wasn't. I was just like, I don't got time for this. I'm not thinking about that. That to me was like the the thing that was on like the the bottom of my list of things to do or you know get involved in. I was very set in that, and like to the point where I was very just like you know. I don't say fickle but I was very um I guess I was gonna say cold-hearted in a sense um of it and I wasn't like really like you know I had a I had tunnel vision I was cold-hearted and I was like very just like set in my ways I was hard-headed you know but of course you can't control those things and so things come in different shapes and forms and it's just like it is what it is so that actually so like like I said you know um this person, I met them my freshman year of of college. You know, we kind of was talking or whatever. Like it started off as a friendship, or what you know, what seemed like a friendship. Um, I think that that person, she she liked me first. Um, she did like me first, and it took me a little bit longer to like come around to her. In a sense, not because I, I thought anything, but like I was just like so, you know, in my head about it. And so, like, you know, close off to it that I wasn't even, like, trying to entertain it. But, you know, throughout the time, you know, the year, we hung out, you know. i go to a cafeteria with her. I'd see her in the caf. Um, you know, we just text here and there, you know, on some light stuff and everything like that. And um, it was probably about the time that we... So, you know, at, at my school, or at my alma mater... Because of the um, the nature of our semesters, we got out early, so we would start like, you know, early January, like the first or second week, well, not first week, like the second week of January. That's when our semester would start. So because of that, we would get out at the end of April. We need, we would never hit May when it came to classes, and so around that time, <clears throat> excuse me, around that time, um, it was trying to think so when I got out of school there's a lot going on um during that time period and I was just like man you know and she was like she was really there for me and that's not why of course I dated her but like you know you know we got a lot closer you know I saw her in a different way and I had already to be honest like you know that's where we were already headed anyway but you know being away from school you know being away from certain responsibilities just having a lot going on and seeing how she was there for me you know I was already, I already, you know, I already liked her back, you know, it was a thing. So, um, that's probably around the time we started dating was like, you know, May of the, um, May of the, of the year after freshman year. So it was like 2016 or whatever. And so for two years, I can't even say two and a half. It was like two years for two years. We were like, you know, in a relationship, you know, and it was cool. Um, it was both my and her like well it was it's not a secret it was both our first relationships so you know there's a there's a lot of learning in in that time period and that's how I will say like you know that's affected a lot of the ways I look at love now and I look at romantic love um and that's been a big reason why that's one <laughs> uh one big reason why I haven't like you know got it back got back into the dating pool just because there's some uh i won't say i'm not saying you i'm not saying it's like you know she's not a bad person or anything like that but you know there are a lot of mistakes that were made on both you know sides and um there's some maturity that was needed i'll definitely say let's especially on my part um before i was ready to get back into dating you know i won't go into specifics but you know during that time period you know you're dating for the first time you don't really know what it means to you know for me i didn't know what it meant to be a boyfriend I don't, and of course, for her, she didn't know what it meant to be a girlfriend. So you know, you're kind of learning this, and you're moving through it, and you're learning this as you go while you're still trying to traverse a relationship, and see what that looks like. And because it's your first, and you know, unfortunately, um, statistically, your first relationship is going to be the relationship that fails. You know, is it? It's very, it's very rare, and um, <coughs> excuse me, it's super uncommon uh, for most people in their first relationships to, you know, to actually, like, succeed, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, like, uh, it's, phew, I forgot what the statistic is, but it's, it's, like, you know, the numbers aren't in your favor, so, um, unfortunately, when things did in the summer of 2018, um, well, it was painful, and it hurt, you know, it wasn't surprised, because, you know, first relationship, and, you know, that's not necessarily, you know, who, you may end up with, you know, in a sense. And so um, I did have to heal from some things, like there is some resentment I had and some anger I kind of had for a while there, Um, just how I wish things could have been different. And so like, you know, throughout my, that also affected why, you know, my dating life was, you know, non-existent because like, you know, I got out of that relationship in July of 2018 going into my senior year. And so, yeah, my senior year, I was single completely and utterly, you know, all that stuff. But I wasn't really looking. I wasn't looking at all. Um, wait, that? there? Cringe. <laughs> just thought about something. But, like, you know, I wasn't looking at all for, you know, dating. I wasn't looking at all. I wasn't looking at all dating-wise. I wasn't looking at all, you know, um, trying to be in a relationship or anything like that. I was, you know, I was really hurt. And I just was like, I needed my time. You know, and the thing I didn't do, which is probably good, is like, you know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes, or at least I'll say, yeah, you know, oftentimes when people get out of relationships, um, they go through something called like a, a hoe phase, <laughs> or, you know, a phase where they're just, you know, it doesn't always have to be sleeping around, they're just, but they're just really dating around, you know, they're not taking anything too serious or whatever. And so, like, I didn't do that in some ways i'm like i wish i would have not not necessarily you know sleeping around part but i wish i would have like opened myself up to dating and just you know you know entertaining people and talking to people and just put myself out there but i think it was ultimately for the best that i didn't because just the place that i was at at that time the place that i was at wasn't you know a healthy place to do that and i probably would end up causing myself more hurt and you know um possibly hurting somebody else, even though I'm a person I believe in, you know, clear expectations of what's going on here. Like, hey, we're just hanging out, you know, or we're just, you know, we're just talking and all that stuff. But, you know, that's not how life works. But that's not here near there. So definitely um, you know, since that time, and that's been now that's going on three years. I haven't had any type of relationship, you know, dating wise or anything like that. Uh, I mean I I wasn't really dating. I was talking to somebody, like, in, like, 2019, and it was, that was, like, that was, like, not really, like, a dating situation, just talking, it was just, like, you know, having conversation and all that stuff, so, I don't really count that, it was just, like, whatever, um, honestly, but, um, yeah, (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that, but, you know, essentially, um, my thought process has been, like, you know, um, since 2018 for the last three years it's like all right heal from some of the things that you need to heal from you know do some of the work because one thing I didn't want to do um when it came to you know my next relationship whenever I get into my next relationship I didn't want to bring old stuff into it because I felt like that wouldn't be fair and one thing I've learned and so that actually goes into the next piece of what I want to talk about is um what uh what have I learned from love? And then also, I'm going to talk about what I would love in a partner and someone I would love and how. So, um, what have I learned from love? So, what I've learned from my limited experience of only, you know, being in one relationship in my life so far at the age of 24 is what is on here. Um, is that. I'm going to choose my words carefully. Or, right, I have it here. So what i've learned about myself is that you know i'll say i'll start off with what i learned about myself and what i've learned so what i've kind of learned in a sense is you know i was a person and even sometimes i still struggle with it of like kind of being open like i don't want to say i'm kind of closed off but i can say that is something that i've struggled with at least back in that time like you know I didn't realize how, like, you know, being so closed off, especially when you're with somebody who's a partner, um, you know, how that can affect them. And I didn't realize how that could affect it, how that had affected her. And, you know, when you're dating somebody, you know, being able to have open, honest communication, you know, that's not closed off or things like that is very important, you know, because people want to know what you're thinking. They want to, you know, know what's going on. They want you to let them in because if how can you expect somebody to let you in, you know, and you guys are supposed to be closer and dating and developing this relationship if you're not even letting them in, you know, and that can be a problem. That's a problem that I realize I have. And that's just a thing that I'm working on in general is like, you know, being a more open person, um, not honest because I'm pretty honest, but like, you know, letting people in when like say I'm having a bad day or something's bothering me or, you know, just asking for help and just being open in a sense and it's. The word is vulnerability. That's the word I'm looking for. So learning how to be more vulnerable has been like a constant thing that I've been learning to do. Um, and for me, um, that comes from like, you know, not wanting to be vulnerable. I'm just talking about me myself here. Um, it, you know, it comes from the fear of rejection of like, if I am vulnerable, you know, how will somebody take my vulnerability? You know, like, why be laughed at? We'll be like, oh, you're crazy, because I felt like I've been gaslit before, in a sense of that. You know, we'll be like, oh, you're crazy, or, um, oh, you know, you're overreacting, or da 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 um, All those different things. So that's been, like, a, a whole thing for me, um, in a sense. Hold on one second, y'all. All right, I'm back again. But, yeah, basically, you know, the vulnerability piece has been a big piece for me, so... I've been learning how to be more vulnerable, Um, starting off with, like, you know, family and friends and stuff like that. So when it does come time to, (laughs) um, you know, start dating again, you know, the next person I'm dating, you know, I'll be able to be vulnerable with her. You know, I'll be able to be more open, um, you know, to a degree. Well, not to a degree, you know, you know, in general, I don't want to put any buts in it but that's been one thing I've learned about myself. Another thing I've learned about myself is um uh Oh, okay. I see it here. So I kind of I think more so in the last couple of months as I've been more in tune with myself, I think love languages can definitely change. I feel like I've learned more of what my love languages are and I've thought about that. I really thought about it yesterday, but I mean just Based off of, like, just past things within the last couple of months I've been thinking about. I feel like my love languages are probably more so quality time and physical touch. Quality time because, you know, I feel like I like spending time. If I'm with you, I like spending time with you. I like, you know, being in your space in a sense. You know, getting to know you, hanging out, you know, just vibing out and stuff like that. And the physical touch just comes from, you know, um, and I think everybody's is probably going to be after quarantine, you know um, comes from, like, you know, wanting to just be with that person, you know, hugging, you know, kissing, doing all those different things, like, you know, being in their space, you know, just being physically connected to them, which is something I think, you know, with this pandemic, we've, unfortunately, um, a lot of us have really lost, unless you're currently in a, you know, a relationship with somebody, um, but a lot of us, you know, because of the COVID, you know, we can't hug our family members, you know, we're not able to hand, shake hands, or, you know, embrace people you know especially in the different phases of life you know if somebody passes away you're not necessarily able to you know give a quick hug to them or whatever um like you would have you know comforting hug or any of those different things so um I feel like that's probably why my mind is more changed to that but as I think back like my last relationship that was a big one for me I always liked you know just being you know hugging and you know holding them or whatever um so that was like a, you know, that's a big piece to me. I feel like, you know, words affirmation are cool and all that stuff, but I'm an action person. So, <laughs> um, you know, you know, I'll say, you know, what is it? Uh, what did I just say? I lost, I lost it just that quick. Uh, you know, quality time is more of something that affects me. Like gifts are cool. You know, gifts are all right. Like I like gifts, like when I, gifts make me feel like you're thinking about me, you know, like, one of my one thing like you know my ex was really good at was she was really good at gift giving um and so i really appreciate that because you know sometimes i don't put myself first but not hearing her um but she was definitely good at that but i definitely feel like for me like the weight of my heart is definitely quality time and physical touch those are like two two like really main ways to to kind of do that um I guess the next thing I want to talk about, to do, 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 do as a part of that um, is... Yeah, conflict. So that's one th- something I realized that was really big. is I realized just like how much conflict is something that, you know, I wasn't... And I mean, this is like, this not just a relationship aspect, but it's just an aspect in general. I don't like conflict, you know, to a degree. Um, well, not to, con- I didn't, I didn't like conflict to a degree. Like now it's something I still don't really totally like, but I mean, I embrace it more so, um, in a sense, because it's just, it's a, it's a natural part of life and you need conflict in order to conflict. Eventually, you know, it's, it's needed because it allows you to, to, um, I'm trying to think of a word. I'm sorry, y'all. I am. Getting all these know, text messages on the side. I'm trying to record. I need to turn my you know let me see real quick. Cause it really are. Okay, so boom. Had to do that real quick, sorry. <laughs> um, this is real. This is the podcast, you know, you get this guy, you get this stuff uh right here on ear and all that. But yeah, no, what I was saying is that um, for me, conflict isn't something that I don't think anybody likes, but it's, it's a necessary piece. You know, you have to have conflict in order to move through things. And also conflict allows you to have resolution in things, things that you weren't necessarily able to. You know, the thing is, you're not always going to agree with people. You know, that's in families, that's in business, that's in relationships, that's in anything, you know. And so you have to have conflict to kind of like you know move through those different things all right so i'm back y'all sorry um listen y'all better listen to this podcast episode because <laughs> that's all i will say i'll explain to y'all after this recorded we'll all i had to go through to get this episode recorded for today, but anyway <clears throat> moving on yeah i was talking about conflict so yeah um conflict is something that's necessary, you know, it's it's necessary in every, you know, single human form. Um get things done. And I said not just relationship. Um it's something I initially wasn't really interested in because like I'm not a person I don't really like, you know, I don't like having conflict with people. I don't like, you know, this having conflict, you know, you have awkward conversations, it's all these different things and it's just like, you know, it's annoying at the end of the day. You know, it really is annoying. But, um, you know, the thing with conflict is that you, you need it, especially in relationships because, you know, and I probably already said this, you, you're always, you're never going to always get along with somebody. You're never, you know, going to constantly be in a place where you're, um, you're on the same page. And that's something I realized within that last relationship, I'm just realizing in life in general, is that, you know you have to have that. If you're never arguing for a person, if you're never, you know, having any type of conflict with them, you know, things go unsaid. and You have these things called unspoken expectations, ladies and gentlemen. Um, things that, you know, you, you thought was a, uh, um, hey, say for example in a relationship, because I'm just the example king, the thought process was alright, hey, um, he's the man, uh she's the woman he's always picking up the tab and I'd say that was a thing i'm just using it as an example um but because that was never spoken on <laughs> you have these unspoken expectations or these and i think the better term would have been to use unmet unspoken expectations and because and moving back to the example because you had this and it was never spoken on you know have now have something called conflict and conflict that could have been dealt with earlier on had you spoke up on this or, you know, something that could have been resolved because conflict, like I said, happens, you know, you have these unspoken expectations or unmet uh, unspoken expectations, you know, but had you spoke on it earlier when you first noticed it, um, or you had just spoke on it because, you know, conflict is okay. You'd be able to deal with it earlier. And so that's one thing I don't want to have happen. You know, I want to look conflict in the face and say, all right, Hey, we have an issue here. Maybe we can't sit down and, you know, figure it out tonight. Um, But, you know, let's just keep talking about it. Let's keep working at it or whatever. And let's address that. You know, there's obviously an issue here because that's an important piece to it. There's obviously an issue here. You know, we have a problem. So with us having this problem, how can we solve it and get to a better place rather than just letting it fester on and on? And then next thing you know, you have all these unmet expectations or unmet Uh, things or you know this stuff that's just that's managed to just you know boil up boil up boil up that's boiled up and you know you're sitting here and y'all are you know getting ready to break up or y'all are in this place where y'all don't even recognize the other person you're with because you know these issues have become such a uh, a huge thing that you know you don't even know where to go here um in the relationship and so it becomes like this this huge thing So definitely, um, being okay with conflict, speaking on conflict, you know, being very open to conflict and saying, okay, conflict, I'm okay with it is an important part, um, to what I want in my next relationship. And one thing I've learned, you know, if I'm with somebody that, you know, they're not able to, to be able to, um to be open to conflict at all or they they just shut away from conflict like if i say hey this is the issue i have here and they don't want to hear it or if they're it's like hey if i ask them is there something i'm doing that's bothering you and they don't that's that's an automatic red flag for me right then and there because you know i don't know where we can go in the future with a relationship like that it it doesn't seem like there really could be a a future (laughs) relationship um and so kind of moving on one thing I've learned from love is you know I have certain expectations (laughs) for what I look for in a partner you know a woman and what I want um and these are things I feel like are non-negotiable and they could change you know I might get older and feel like these are different things that I don't necessarily need um but like some some are non-negotiable some are just things that are nice but I feel like they kind of all are (laughs) non-negotiables I think you know for me she has to have, you know, she has to be funny and have, like, a really good sense of humor. I'm a person I like to laugh. You know, laughing has, you know, and funny enough, I haven't seen a lot of comedy throughout this pandemic. I haven't, had, but, you know, laughing is something that gets me through tough times. You know, laughing takes you away from whatever craziness is happening at that time, you know, and it allows you to, you know, step away and really, really just look at your situation and just be like, ah, oh, okay. I'm cool with this, or, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I'm happy here, or not, I'm happy here, but, like, you know, I've escaped this, this issue, right, and so, for me, that has been, like, a very, you know, a very, um, that's a very big piece, the type of person I want to date, if you don't have a good sense of humor, you don't have a sense of humor, I don't know how that could work because you know I like to make jokes, I like to laugh or whatever. You know that's I'm a goofy person. You know, especially with somebody who I'm I'm really interested in romantically, like you're gonna see that side come out. My friends see that side, <laughs> and in person, you know, people are very close to me, and you know, I allow into that space. They see that side. So if you're not able to embrace that or you don't have that, I don't know. That's a little a little shaky there. The um, next thing is you know good musical taste or, uh, you know, a sense of music. Like I feel like you need to like music and we need to be able to trade music. Like, you know, I need to be able to hand you my phone. She hands me her phone, We're looking through each other's music, reviving out and stuff like that, because I've realized, you know, recently, and I've always known this, and this is the crazy thing about, you know, doing the work on yourself. So many things that you realized before, um, or you, have you've kind of put to the side, are things that come up and so i've always known i had a love for music and appreciation for music but now it's like all right i really do and i see the benefit of it and i've seen what it's done for me so like for me music is like a second love language; is a whole other love language for me so i feel like i have to be with somebody who has that appreciation for it too like you know when i'm sad you know the fact that i can listen to certain music and it'll lift up my spirits when i'm happy i can listen to music that'll hype me up and you know make me happy when i'm in a um you know uh um i'm in a a knock a few buck mood there's music for that you know there's music for everything and so to not be able to you know sit up with a um with a partner and talk to them about music and to i use partner i don't know why i'm using partner like girlfriend wife whatever this is language um (laughs) but you know to be able to (coughs) excuse me to sit up with them and to discuss music and to like you know really get into this you know conversation and just you know live out and chill um it's important it's really important to me because i feel like that's that's what i need in life that's something that i need and i i yearn for um because this is it's just like having since discovered that you know that love and like you know really appreciation you know that he was appreciation i have for music i think about and i i dream about you know being with somebody like we're just trading music like reviving like we're not even talking we're just listening to music like just together just like you know in the dark somewhere (laughs) um and just feeling the aura and that sounds really you know very i don't know i don't want to say hippie-ish but that sounds very you know whatever but that's that's a dream of mine so you know I'm not still in that dream for me because that dream will happen. And I don't even think the person I'm with has to like the same music as me because, you know, that could get boring. We we could I think there's certain music, like certain things I think I would love for us to both share as far as artists like, OK, you like this artist. I like the artist. But, you know, just a, a love for music and like she's putting me on, I'm putting her on and stuff like that is a good piece. Another thing is self-awareness. That is a, that's a definite non-negotiable for me. Um, and I mean, I'm talking like I'm old, but like at my age, at my big age of 24, <laughs> or my little age of 24, because I'm not speaking being old or whatever. I'm young. I'm still, you know, but I'm an adult, too. Um, but at 24, I've done the work to become more self-aware. And I'm not saying by far I'm perfect because I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect Patrick. I don't I'm not self-aware Sam. <laughs> i'm none of that but i think there's there has to be a level of self-awareness like all right <clears throat> that's why i think you know if you're in therapy um that's cool for me like that's somebody like i feel like i'd be more willing to date than somebody who who i don't want to say who's not in therapy because maybe they don't need it but like somebody who clearly has some things they need to work through who just is kind of refusing or they're like i don't really think it's necessary and all that stuff but not the are there well um self-awareness is key because you know we all have different things and experiences and you know in life that make us who we are and if you're somebody that you know you have certain issues or you have certain quirks or whatever which we all have but you're not willing to like sit up there and say okay you know I'm aware that this is a thing and I'm working on it or I'm aware this is a thing and this is why I do that um that can be kind of a problem for me and I'm not saying you have to know everything but I feel like you have to at least have a beginning you know you're you're in the process where you're like all right this is why I do this is what this is why I do that and stuff like that just so that we can have those conversations because I feel like you know it's key it's key to growth It's key to maturity you know I don't want to hear you know um I don't know I'm trying to think of an example and this is probably going to sound really extreme. I don't want to hear. Oh, OK, boom, I get cheated on. Right. I don't want to hear. Well, you know, I cheated on you because, um, you know, I have I saw I've seen in my life in my past relationship, not my past relationships, but like, you know, family and friends and different things like that. It just seems like cheating is a thing that's all around me because, you know, that could be a very valid thing. Right. And that's and I'm not saying that's cool and fine, but that's your that's your truth. That's your story. That's what you you deal with, you know. And that's what you've had to deal with. But, you know, if you're the fact that you're that that's what's going on and you're you're aware of it, but you're not self-aware in how that affects you, because that's another piece to it, too. There are people who know there are things that bother them or things that trigger them or cause them things, but they don't really, you know, work on them or they just say, that's how I am. I hate it, that's how I am I don't want to say hate hate is a strong word. I don't like the that's how I am, you know, thought process. It's just that annoys me. Uh neither here nor there. But you know as I was saying with that is that, you know, um self-awareness is really key. It's really key at the end of the day. I need to be able to, you know, I I'm if I'm coming to you, I need to be able to have you come to me. As I'm coming to you, if I come to you, say, hey, you know, I'm a person I have a hard time opening up or, you know, being vulnerable. You know, I'm dealing with this how but how I'm working towards getting better here and having that self-awareness. And that's where I probably should say self-awareness in action, because self-awareness is one piece to it. But self-awareness in action is another part to it. Uh, Being able to say this is how I am and this is things that I'm working. This is how I am. but This is how I'm working on this. You know, in a sense, like the cheating piece, that example I just gave. All right. You know, hey, cheating's all I've ever seen in my life and those around me and stuff like that. And it seems to be something that's super accepted. How I'm working at that is I'm working with my therapist to break down those things. How I'm working at that is I'm in a relationship with you and I'm having honest communication and I'm talking about these urges or these things that I see and stuff like that. And we're having these discussions where we can work through them and stuff like that. That's where like that's that's what's important to me, you know, at the end of the day. It's very important to me because I can't at the end of the day, you know, I can't I can't do no self awareness. Like that's just it it don't work for me. I'm like, nah. That's that to me that's a that's a definite non negotiable. Um <laughs> And I think this next one might sound... I don't want to say it's going to sound problematic, but it could sound—it might sound a little weird, but it'll make sense in context. I feel like intelligence or, you know, the ability to hold a conversation is another um, non-negotiable for me. <clears throat> Here's my reasoning why. I'm not saying that, you know, the person I date has to be an Einstein. You know, I by far am not an Einstein. I think I'm a smart person, but, you know, I don't know everything. You know, just like I don't think that person would. But I think, you know... Intelligence for me is, you know, being able to be able to have conversation, you know, hold a conversation, hold your own in it and stuff like that. Um, You know, be willing to say, hey, I don't know as much about that and I don't understand. Um, Also, just being able to to be open minded. That's kind of what I gauge as intelligence in a sense. I want that in a person. You know, I want that in a partner. I want the woman that I'm with to be able to say you know, you know, we're having a conversation and we're able to talk and, you know, we're able to add value to, you know, to what each other's saying. Or even if it's like a thing of like, I'm not, you know, able to add value, I can say, hey, I don't know about that, you know, teach me about it. Or she can say, hey, I don't know mu- as much about that, teach me about that. But to me, that's what I mean by intelligence, you know. as I'm a person, I like to talk, I like to have conversations, I like to, you know, have deep conversations. And, you know, they're, I don't know everything. And I always, I always say that, Um, And maybe I'm I'm off in my reasoning or in my thought process and something, you know, hey, correct me. Say, hey, maybe that's a little bit off or hey, this is my perspective in that, too. You know, in a sense, those are those different things. That's why I really feel like that's a non-negotiable for me. Like somebody who's closed minded to me, that is not a gauge of intelligence. Can't do it at all. If you're closed minded. No. Now, there are some things maybe I don't expect you to. I don't know to uh, i don't think may i expect you to be like hey i'm gonna go to like a uh, uh a satanist meeting next week or something like that um maybe you maybe you're not that open-minded you know or whatever and I, I wouldn't expect that like you know if that especially if that's something that goes against um in that sense of moral but like you know and that even gets tricky because morals are like eh, anyway but like you know Closed-mindedness is a definite not. That's a deter that's like something that 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 deters me. You know, if you're a closed-minded individual, you know, I can't date you. Just that's not going to happen. Mm-mm, that's not going to work. Because you know, I'm very open-minded. Um, and just a lot of my opinions and a lot of things I do. I'm not, I'm I might be closed-minded or not as open about certain things, but I'm working to get there. But like that's how I try to live in a sense. So I would want somebody else who's like you know able to also kind of share that mindset because if you're close-minded you know your your mindset is is stuck and it's, it's in a certain place like if i'm talking about dreaming and like hey boom i want to do this podcast thing full time i'm just saying that um and i want to build my own company up and i want to do that while also doing something in my nine to five uh field that i have and i enjoy um, I want to do them concurrently. And you're like a person that says, well, that's never been done before. It's impossible. And, you know, you need to pick one. And just all this stuff that sounds very close minded or whatever. Nah, I can't do that, baby. Mm-mm, no, we we's not. We's we's not going to work, baby. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what just came over me just now. But, yeah, that's not going to work for me. Nah, it's a it's a no for me, dog. Um, And then the last one that's really like, you know, non-negotiable for me. Um, in a sense of what I wanted to partner is, is faith, you know, faith is very important to me, you know, and I don't necessarily, I would say, preferably, I prefer we're of the same religious background, a Christian, you know, um, maybe Baptist, but even I can work with that, but I feel like for me, Uh, a faith component is definitely a must for me because I just know the things I've been through in life and I know how important faith is to me you know people have their different opinions about faith and all those different things you know you have your different subscriptions you may subscribe to you know the universe is you know how your your faith-based element or that's what you look at or whatever you may not believe there's faith or you may not believe there's a god and all this stuff but for me in my house (laughs) I shall serve the lord and I shall you know Fall under, you know, or follow that doctrine. That's what I believe in. That's what I'm strongly, I, I feel. That's what I've experienced, you know, in life. So for me, that's definitely. I'm sorry, y'all. I just got real distracted because I just saw this person. They are riding a skateboard down the street with like one of those Predator <laughs> masks. <laughs> I was like, yo. And I think they really have, like, for real, for real, they have locks like Predator. So this is perfect but (laughs) it was funny that was funny uh the things that you see this is the benefit the recording outside (laughs) you see a little bit of everything but yeah anyway but yeah um faith is a very important thing for me i know what faith has done for me i know what um you know how faith has bought me from mighty long way so the person i'm with i want to be able to share that with them you know in our good times and our bad times who do you call on for the source of your strength you know Um, If I'm calling on, you know, on my God, you know, or, you know, God or or so for, you know, help. And I'm 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 praying, you know, to change things when I feel like I have nothing more that I can add to the situation. I would rather they have some type of understanding of that's what I'm doing and why I'm doing that rather than it just be like either. I don't want to say a blank stare because that's not out because I I don't want to paint. You know, people who choose who aren't religious in this in this really, you know, negative light of like, oh, you're a heathen or, oh, you don't understand and stuff like that, because that's not the case at all. Like, nah, they get it. But like, I, I would prefer like there to be some type of like, you know, um, point of reference, if you get what I mean, you know, it's like, a OK, I get why you're doing that. Or, OK, I respect it, even though we're not the same religious, necessarily the same religious background, Um, you know, maybe they're they're Jewish. I don't know. Or they're you know they're they're um they're Muslim or maybe they're there's so many different religions it's very difficult to name you know name them so those are just a few that I thought about like you know but they they kind of understand it like you know and they have their own person that they call on for a source of strength so that's very important to me um the reason I say preferably Christian or uh, of a similar religious background um for me is because I you know I do see the benefit, like I do believe in being equally yoked in a sense, and so I can see how that could be difficult. Like if this is somebody, like ultimately I want to marry, and I want to have children with, I could see how that could be difficult uh, when it comes down to it. And not on those stuff like, oh, you know, oh, your religion's wrong or whatever about blah, 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 blah. But like you know, raising kids, you know, raising them in one in one household, you know, and having that. Um, I, for myself, would like to raise them up in the church, you know, raise them up in having faith, in understanding faith not pushing them into anything but just giving them the, the very foundation, um, in a sense and then at that time, if they get older, if they choose to separate or do whatever, that's on them, that's your choice, but I would love to, you know, at least do that growing up and, you know, have very very open and positive and, you know, conversations about, about it, and so I just, I feel like for me It'd be very, I don't want to say it'd be very difficult. It'd be a little difficult to to do so Um, as far as, you know, when, you know, if you're, if I'm one religion, their own religion, you know, it, it becomes a little bit more, it gets a little bit more murky um, in a sense Um, when it comes to raising kids. Um, so that's why I think, you know, it's important. It's very important that, you know, for me, but I'm not saying I'm not open to somebody you know. I don't want to say that's a complete deal breaker because I don't think it is necessarily. It's not necessarily a deal breaker, um, but it would require some adjustment. But, you know, for me, that's kind of like but that's like the next thing I've kind of like learned. I don't want to get into too far into that because I've talked enough about it. But like, you know, you notice one thing I haven't talked about um, at all is hold on. I think I might have to, to stop recording for one second. It may be another cut you'll you'll hear it so but i'm gonna keep going so you notice for me one thing that i haven't really you know too 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 much focused on was physical for me physical is an important aspect of you know the person i want to be with you know there are certain attributes i find attractive like eyes you know um different things like that (laughs) um but like it's not the most important thing to me because there i think there are other things that like play a little bit more of a role down the road because beauty fades you know um you can have somebody you know a woman that's a 10 um and you know that even you know what does a 10 look like what does 10 mean because you know everybody likes what they like you know there's no real huge standard as much as we try to create this one standard of beauty or whatever there's no such thing but you can have somebody who would, you know most people would say oh that's a 10 or whatever and so you know they're they're tend to whatever and all that stuff and they're they're the most beautiful person in the world but if they don't have some of the same values as you if they don't have you know have some of the things that you know keep you attracted you know like oh you know they don't have a mind like they're very closed-minded and you know say they um they don't have any type of sense of humor like you don't have anything common beyond the fact that you're physically attracted to them and they might be physically attracted to you that's not going to be like a I don't feel like it's either not going to be a long sustaining relationship because you're going to get bored or they're going to get bored or it's not going to be a relationship that has like a foundation at the end of the day. Like for me, the relationship is just going to um, it, it and it may not crumble, you know, but I feel like it's going to crumble or it's not going to get as deep and it's not going to be as fulfilling as it could have been had you said, all right, you know, um, I'm not putting beauty first because beauty is one skin deep um but i'm not putting beauty first but i'm putting other elements and i'm thinking about other things at the same time um into it because you know ultimately there are other pieces to that so that's why like you know attraction is of course attraction is important to me like you know i'm attracted when i'm attracted to like you know i see a woman that i'm attracted to like oh ooh, she's fine you know let's let's figure out a little bit more about her but that to me, that only goes, but so far, that's the initial thing that's like, all right, cool, you're attractive. But like, you know, that's just the one piece to it. It's like, if you're attractive and I find out, oh, she, uh, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to say, she, she's not that nice of a person. But I, oh, kindness was another piece I forgot. Kindness is a very important part to like somebody. I feel like that's a non-negotiable. Um, I'm just going to jump into this real quick. How you treat people is very important to me. Because I try to live by a um, a doctrine or uh, or um, a, a, a lifestyle of being kind to others and treating people how I want to be treated. If you're somebody who's just very mean and hateful, and you know, um, we're out and about, you know, you're just mean to people, or you're just picking at people, or you know, you know, even even family. Like I don't want to say like you know, because family issues are family issues. But if you're like somebody like you're just horrible, like you're like Or something like that, that stuff makes me think about it because it's like, in a sense, it's like, it's not even to me, it's about how you'll treat me because I won't let you treat me that way. But it's like, how you treat people is a reflection and then also it can be a reflection of me too. It's like, all right, wow, you know, he's with this person and all that stuff, but he's so nice, but she's so hateful, or like vice versa. Like, if I'm a, say, I was just like a very mean person, it's like, you know, a person that wasn't kind to people. It's like, wow, she's such a nice woman, but she is such a hateful or like, you know, a mean husband or whatever. And I've heard this before growing up. I've heard this about people in their relationships and stuff like that. So it's a really real thing. Um and I, I I would prefer not to deal with that. But uh getting back to what I was talking about before, um, when it comes to the attraction thing, you know, attraction only works for five minutes or you know, initially. But what's going to determine whether or not this goes somewhere are those other pieces to the puzzle. You know, for me, it's probably, I'm not going to fraud. I'll say it's probably like 40% of my, like, what I'm attracted to is probably 40% like um, attraction. But the rest of it is mindset and, you know, what the person brings to the table. Because um, I'm not, I'm not, and my thing too is I ain't out here, I ain't no perfect 10 or whatever. You know, I mean, I'm I'm handsome, I'm fine, but I ain't no 10, you know, for real, for real. I got my stuff, so how am I supposed to, you know, hold somebody to that same expectation or whatever? You know, hey, we gonna be 6s together, or we'll be 7s together, or, you know, in our eyes, we's 10s. <laughs> you know, so that's a, and, you know, a very important you know, part to that to, to me as well. Um, so, moving on. Because I've talked this part. This probably was a favorite part. And the thing is I was nervous about talking about this. I don't know why. I was like I don't know if I want to talk about this. But it's, it's been a pretty dope you know, thing to talk about. So the next segment that I want to talk about. And I have here. <laughs> um, how have I dated since. Or how has dating been in the pandemic. Or what does dating look like. <laughs> or what does love look like in a pandemic. Either of those questions. So I'll say it looks non-existent, it is not real, there is no love, baby don't hurt me, don't hurt me, no more, um, I know I messed up the words to the song, sorry, <laughs> but nah, um, it looks very different, it looks very different trying to date in a pandemic versus pre-pandemic, so like I said, I wasn't really like, okay, so my last year, um, before the pandemic hit, so I graduated in May of 2019, right, right, and so, before that, I guess I'll get into it too, dating in twenties. But that that's another thing for later. So like, um, I I got out of school in May of twenty nineteen. You know, my first focus was trying to get a bag. You know, get my job, get into a field. You know, I was trying to do what I wanted to do. You know, trying to get a job. I was trying to work. You know, start my life and just you know get into this field. It's like I've been to school. I feel like, you know, I've been in school now, you know, I should be able to to get out of school, get a job, you know, do some different things, you know, be independent and things like that, get my car and all that. So on my list of goals, <laughs> dating and getting into a relationship was like the very bottom of my list. So like it was nowhere near the top. Like it wasn't like, oh, all right, OK, um, get a job um, find somebody, you know, date or whatever, car, no, like, that was, like, it was, like, job, car, you know, finances, or, you know, figuring life out, what I want to do for next, you know, what I want to do for next, what I want to do next as far as grad school, or, you know, my next move, and then at the bottom was, like, all right, date or whatever, you know, um, I was, like, I, I one thing, I've, I can be kind of a serious person, so, like, you know, I have to I'm learning still to kind of like smell the roses, you know, in life and be appreciative of what's around and, you know, be 24, which I've, I've, I feel like I've done a lot better of a job at now in the last, you know, few months or the last year or so. But that was like really my my issue before. Like I wasn't letting myself just be 22. Like, I was so much more worried about other things and all that stuff that it was like, what about going out having fun? What about experiencing life? What about going out with friends and doing all these different things and all that stuff? So, like, you know, I wasn't, like, my top concern. Now it is, it's, it's up there, like, you know, my mental health, my, my social life. It's not like, of course, it's not the most important thing, like just like that. But nothing is the most important thing. Like, you know, my job isn't going to be the most important thing. You know, there has to be balance in all things. And a part of having balance is adding that piece in, too. But, you know, that's a long way to say I wasn't dating before 2020, um, you know, before the pandemic hit. I distinctly remember Valentine's Day, seeing everybody come in because I was working. um, I was working as a cashier at a grocery store then. You know, seeing everybody come in, um, you know, they had, you know, they were getting flowers for their significant others. You know, men were getting stuff for their significant others, women were getting, you know, maybe cards for their, their husbands and boyfriends and all that stuff. So it was really, you know, it was, um, it was interesting uh, to say the least. It was definitely interesting to say the least. Um, so um, I saw all that stuff, and I was like, I was hating a little bit. I'm not going to throw it. I was definitely hating. I was like, well, dang. Man, just, uh, and then that's around the same time Issa Ray had came out. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, <laughs> she came out with that 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 uh, movie, The Photograph, which, by the way, phenomenal. If you get a chance to watch it, watch it, John. It's a great movie. Awesome movie. But anyway, like I was feeling away, but like, you know, it wasn't dating, so. Um, as the pandemic you know really got underway um, I got bored and I was like you know hey I want to put myself back out here I'm ready and I feel like that's how I feel now like you know especially more so now after going therapy and working through some things definitely a lot more ready now and willing to do that because one you're never going to heal from everything completely so you know to have this conception of oh I need to heal from everything before I start dating is really foolish and also it's been three years let's jump back out here but you know with that thought process i was like all right well let's you know obviously there's nowhere to go to meet people right now that's not a thing so let's get out here and let's try the online dating thing so i did i went and i made um <laughs> i made like um like three or four dating profiles so i did the like the the og tinder i don't even know what i was thinking like because i i kind of known tinder was just like a hookup app or whatever i was like maybe not you know we're in a pandemic like people aren't trying to hook up and do that stuff well boy am i wrong because that's still a thing you know people still be out here in this panorama you know it's a whole panini outside you know yeah still out here (laughs) hunting but you know hey just be safe you like it i love it not really because we need to we need this um we need this pepperoni pizza to be over (laughs) I have like fifteen different names for this situation we're in. I'm not gonna say a p word. I'm gonna say a different p word every single time. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, yeah. I made I made that. Tinder was, and I'm gonna talk about my different profiles I made. So Tinder was probably like the worst of them, because like I didn't see anybody with like similar interests on there as me. Um, you know, people who look like me. Which isn't, like, an issue, but, like, you know... I was hoping to have somebody who had more of a similar background. Maybe HBQ graduate, you know... Different, in, same interests and all that stuff. Really wasn't finding out on Tinder. And in Tinder, like, though know, The whole thing with dating apps... That I hate... Is this whole... Paywall thing. <clears throat> if you want to see who your matches are... Oh, there's a paywall, you gotta pay money. Oh, if you want to, um... If you want to, uh, you know, send more likes, oh, there's a paywall, all these different things, like, and they know people were out here, and before the pandemic, they know people were out here, you know, really, really interested in, um, really interested in, you know, in dating and all these different things, and, you know, getting matches and stuff like that, because, you know, online dating is a new thing for people, um, but the fact that there's a whole paywall is just crazy to me. So that's the one thing I can say didn't like about Tinder and like I don't like a lot about a lot of them. Um Tinder definitely was like my lowest choice because it just it just never really appealed to me. You know, there wasn't much on there. I tried Tinder. I think I tried Bumble for a little bit. Bumble was cool. Um Bumble was kind of annoying because it really had a paywall, like, you know, didn't really like Bumble. Bumble was like it's like the I don't really like the user interface for it. It was kind of like weird for me. I tried it for a little bit. I never really got any matches on that. I never really got any. Ma- I I got maybe like one match on Tinder one time, but like Bumble, I don't think I ever got any matches. Um, probably my favorites out of the dating apps were definitely Hinge and um, and there's this app called Black B L K, which is like a black dating app. You know, you mainly find people like HBCU graduates, other black people, you know, and stuff like that. And that's where I've, I've spent most of my time. So I'll talk about Hinge first. So Hinge is like this dating app where it's like, you know, I like it because it's not only you aren't just you don't have the ability just to send a like. Um. I still don't like I don't like the fact that there is still a paywall to it, but I don't But I what I do like is that you can do things in a different ways. So if I see a dating profile of somebody like say, boom, their name is I don't know. Jada I don't know why I said Jada that's his first name that came to mind so (laughs) their name is Jada (laughs) Jada and they're 25 right um Jada 25 gives you the information if they filled out the profile Jada 25 boom um interested in this boom 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 you know um her she she does you know here's some pictures of her and stuff like that all cool and all that stuff I can actually go through Jada's interests, and I can, like, make a comment here and say, oh, you like anime, too? And maybe, like, make a little, like, lame Naruto joke or whatever. Or I can say, see, she loves music. I'm like, oh, hey, who's your favorite artist or who's your top rapper of 2020? Something like that. That's what I really enjoyed about it, and I feel like that allowed there to be more interaction, ultimately, as opposed to... um. As like, as opposed to like, you know, just the normal swipe or whatever, you still do some swiping on Hinge, but there's more options to interact with people, you know, and that's what I really enjoy. And it's like, I feel like it's it's more visually appealing when it comes down to it, because I feel like that's the thing with like the other apps, like they're like really flashy and stuff like that. Hinge is kind of straightforward and you can see what you want and what you like, you know, and it also Hinge gives you like, you know, per day. You can have a match or whatever or not a match you can have it says oh you know these are two people we recommend you know we recommend that you're with this person or you know or whatever or that you talk to this person and you can look through and be like okay cool this would be a cool match or nah, this is really what i'm you know looking for in a person but it does do that hinge tries to keep you engaged in it uh definitely which is why i do enjoy that app uh definitely definitely um, another piece, or I think the Black app, what I really like about that is, um, Black is, hold on, okay, so I haven't had to stop yet, that's been good, so the app Black is a, um, like I said, app Black is a, a, is obviously, I said it before, it's a Black dating app. Um, And that's one I probably really enjoyed the most because it feels like it it appeals more to me because it speaks to me as a person and who I am. So, you know, you have like, you know, I think it did like HBCU shout out one time. Um, It's very straightforward and I kind of like the look of it, how visually appealing it is. You have like the thing where it's like, all right, cool. You have the section where you have your bio, you can swipe through your pictures and all that stuff. I think there was like a Black Lives Matter thing up there where you could do that um there was like ways that you're you know how are you making through the pandemic it was interactive but it was like smooth with it still once again a paywall kind of there which I don't really like but you know that's just the nature of the dating app thing and I feel like um I got a couple like matches there nothing really came about um uh, but you know I saw like more people that had like some of the same similar mindsets as I did you know on black but, you know, honestly, my dating experience with the date, my, my experience with dating apps has been kind of bleh. I haven't really had like, you know, I've I've tried matching people. I've swiped left or, or right or whatever it is, because it depends on the app. Swiping left on somebody might be good in one app, swiping right on somebody in another app might be better, um, depending on what you use. But, like you know, I've really haven't had any true matches or whatever in doing, you know, doing so. I've had like maybe one or two. And it'd be like one little short conversation, and then Nate stopped talking to me, and it'd be like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever, you know. At the end of the day, so mine's has been like really, you know, bland in a sense. I've heard, you know, funny, crazy stories, um, about uh, about um, some of the experiences. I'm glad I haven't had them, but I would say, you know, it's probably would have made a much more interesting podcast episode had there been more, <laughs> um you know, you know, experiences with that, I feel like one person, like, I, I did, what's something I said, there's one person I matched with one time, I gave, like, a little funny, like, corny pickup line, they were, like, oh, that's really good, And I was, like, da da da, da. and then they unmatched with me, <laughs> that was funny, there was a time that, um, I think I liked something, on somebody's profile, it was, like, something that they did, what was it, it was, like, it was something I'm definitely not interested in. Like, my nerd, I have a different- there are levels to my nerdum. You know, we all have our levels. Like, my nerdum, like, levels is pretty high. Um, but that level of nerdum, I had not reached for it. I never even did- was it LARPing? It wasn't LARPing. It was, like- I think it was, like, Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool or whatever. And I liked it. And then, like, the person came back to, this, like, oh, do you, um, do you, do you play? I was like, I just unmatched. I just said, nah, i not even gonna have this conversation because I don't even want to- <laughs> I don't even want to fraud like I, I do. <laughs> um and then uh, uh, otherwise too part of it, like they didn't have anything <clears throat> excuse me, anything else that I was really interested in. So I was just like, no, I'm not even about to <laughs> to go down this road for real for real. Just being nosy. So um but yeah, that was like one piece to the um the dating app thing for real for real. Um it, it's been, it's, I will say, it's been difficult, you know, kind of traversing that, <clears throat> you know, in the pandemic. You know, you have to find the right apps and the things that work for you. <clears throat> there are different apps for different things, um, in a sense. If you're, <laughs> there are definitely hookup hookup apps. I've seen those apps. There are definitely apps that are more wholesome. Like there's this one called Coffee Meets Bagel, which is like, like kind of a cool. To, you know, some people might say cute little dating app thing um, where, you know, oh, it's the coffee meets a bagel because, you know, they go together and all this stuff. So, you know, that's one way of looking at well, some apps and then some apps are just like, you know, weird, really weird. Um, I just I could never be on. <laughs> um, but, you know, it just depends on what you're what you're looking for at the time, what you're really into. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the the thing about it, you have to really be you have to be intentional about how you set up your profile because what, depending on what your profile says, it's going to attract different people. So like you know me, I was just pretty straightforward. I put it all out there in my profile. Like it was like, Oh, you know, a podcast, I'm a word, I do this, I do that, da, 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 da. Uh, you know, HBCU grad, all that stuff. And so from that, you know, I got more, you know, I, the people who were interested in me or, you know, were interested in those things probably hit me back up. Um, and then I also was mindful with the pictures I use. I was like, all right, I'm gonna use one picture as like more whatever here. I'm pitching this here and one picture here, and that shows different pieces to me. Um, so it's it really is like a whole formula to it. Apparently, um, I was listening to this other podcast um, one time, and they talked about there's a there's a um, you know there's a formula to to like Tinder and your swipes and stuff like that. And they basically broke the code and there's a whole thing to it. So, um, they, they talked about that, but I was like, I wasn't never, I was never that interested in, in Tinder enough to like, really be like, okay, I'm going to look at this. Cause you know, now I'd be interested if there's one for black, (laughs) cause that's the app that I'm interested in, but I'm sure a lot of those things like, you know, apply for, for most, if not all those apps. So I talked about that that piece to it um just dating in a, in a pandemic is weird so i did join a, a like a singles group or whatever and i you know in that is like you know there's really not a lot of shooting your shots there's some you know cases or whatever but that's been interesting too like being able to be in the space with women um or you know people of the opposite gender um that you may or may not find attractive you know kind of traversing that and talking about different things so that's been good too you know being able to like you know kind of be back in the space of it's not dating at all necessarily but like you know finding people you are interested in being in like a a place where it's like um everybody's chilling in a sense and they are single and you're kind of you can kind of like you know hey if you like somebody you might shoot your shot or whatever being in that space has been really cool and I will say that's definitely helped me um in a sense of like you know getting back into dating in my 20s um and of that sort and that actually is perfect leading to my last topic for for today we're talking about love at 24 love in this club. i don't know why i just thought about that song in this club hey in this club in this club i love in this club (laughs) i can't say perfect darn but you know that was a big piece too you know um at 24 you know last time i was in a relationship i was 22 years old so I haven't been in a relationship for going on... It'll be three years in July that I haven't dated somebody. I think, as a matter of fact, it was July 3rd or something like that. <laughs> um, I forgot when it was. It's really not that important now. But, you know... Words, words, words. Inter- uh, where was I going with this? But anyway, like, you know, haven't been in a relationship for three years. So, you know, for me, I kind of have, like... I'm, 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 I'm of a, a few different mindsets when it comes to dating and when it comes to it. So, like, being at 24, I'm not old by far. I'm still pretty young. But, like, you know, with that is I have different mindsets and, like, what I want. So, like, in a sense, having not had, you know, a huge amount of dating experience prior to my last relationship or having any experience at all dating-wise before my last relationship, I struggle with, you know, wondering... um, Do I want to date seriously in the sense of like, all right, no, I'm dating you because, you know, I think that, you know, I'm dating to marry and all that stuff, which some people do do. Um, That's not I don't know if that's my thing, because that's like I do want that eventually one day. And I think as I'm getting older, I'm getting closer to 30. I'm six years from 30. You know, that's what more people are looking for and stuff like that. And unfortunately, that's kind of where, you know. That's where we are like with, you know, the social media and stuff like that. You know, that's why I don't really try to compare and look at that stuff because it's really like, you know, it doesn't always apply in a sense. So like, you know, looking at that has been a, a whole thing in a sense of like, do I want to, do I want to date to be, you know, to marry in a sense is, is what you call it. Or do I want to just date around in a sense of not, you know, dating around, you know, just sleeping around and all this stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with that if that's what you want to do. And that's not that that's anything wrong with that. If that's what I wanted to do, which I really don't, because that's not what I want. But like dating around in the sense of like, all right, I'm dating you, you know, because, you know, hey, I I like you. I'm attracted to you. We're just trying to we're just playing it by ear. We're seeing where this goes. You know, we're getting to know each other and everything like that. Um, in a sense, if it works out, it doesn't work out. If it, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, just but to give myself that more of that experience of like this is what I want in a partner This is what I don't want in a partner. This is what's a, this is a non-negotiable for me. Now that I know, like, now that I've dated somebody who's like this, this is something I actually do want, you know, now that I've dated somebody like this, you know, and I kind of struggle with that because it's like, you know, at 24, it's like, you know, I have the time to do that, but it's also like, you know, not what if I miss out on my opportunity, but like, what if I'm just wasting time in a sense, you know, and that's one thing about me, like, I don't like wasting time at all it's, it's, it's stupid, right, I don't, but that's just, that's the thing I just don't like to do, um, I don't like wasting time, so it's, like, I think about that, and then also, you know, not that we, I try to play the social media comparison game, but, you know, it, it, it affects you, you think about stuff like that, and so, um, going into that is like, do I want, I, I do know I want, like, you know, I do want kids and a family and all that stuff, But you know, it also goes into the thought, like part of like why I'm like, do I want to seriously date at 24? Um, Thinking about that too. Oh, my face is breaking out again. Looking at myself now. Woo, woo. Um, gotta get back on the good foot. My diet, or not my diet, but what I'm eating. But then, but um, part of what I was saying is um, I do want those things, but I know I don't necessarily want those things right now. So like, you know. I've always said, and I'm still kind of there, I'm a little bit more open to it now, I always said I really never wanted kids until I was 30, and my reasons for that is I wanted to be able to get everything I could out of my 20s, you know, every single siphon of life and, you know, freedom and stuff like that, because I do realize that once you have, you know, once you have kids, your life isn't over, but you have a different type of life, you know, it's no longer just a completely about you. You're not number... You're no You're no longer just number one in your life, you know. You have, you know... You have... You know, you have a, a new life to worry about, you know. And you have to do what you need to do. And that might include some sacrifices. And that's fine and good and stuff like that. But it's like... Do I want to make that sacrifice now, potentially? Because, hey, hey, tomorrow I meet the love of my life, you know. Best woman in the world, whatever. And we decide to get married. And I, I just love her. And, you know, I get engaged in the next two years or whatever. Um I'll be twenty six, right? Um, and then you know, we get married and we have a baby the first year. I'm 27 at that time. That's not a bad age to start, but it's like it's not what I envision or I pictured or like say for whatever reason, you know, I don't go the traditional route. Somehow I you know I I have a kid in the next year or so like we end up getting married and all that stuff. And once again, not awful but not how I picture life to happen, and I mean, there's certain things I just rather I rather not have a child out of wedlock, um, just because that gets messy, and also, you know, just me, religious, and all this stuff, and like, you know, I'd rather. It's it's a whole thing, but anyway. Um, if you do it, you do it. Not not judging you. Just I'm just saying from I can only speak for me and what I want in my life, but anyway, um. A lot of those things are the thoughts I have, you know, in a sense of like, you know, I want to be able to enjoy the next six years of my my twenties. But at the same time, you know, I do want to. I sometimes I'd be like, man, it'd be kind of nice, you know, start working towards those things, or you know, or maybe have those things. um Even though I know those are big responsibilities, I'm like, you know, hey, I'm I'm in a place now where it wouldn't be a bad, it wouldn't be a horrible thing. But it's also like, you know, I I don't know what that fully takes, and also i'm i'm still trying to figure out life myself so that's where i go back and forth on and that's the struggle i find you know dating in my 20s you know and thinking about this is um i would love to you know start doing that but you know i don't know if i necessarily want to date to be serious you know and to do that because that's a sequence in my mind you know and and also that's taking a big that's a lot of big ifs and a lot of big whatever because like you know hey I might meet somebody, and she might be in school. She might be like, hey, you know, hey, I'm not trying to have kids till I'm 30 either. It's like, okay, cool, that pressure's off. But, you know, we'll spend the next couple years, but it's like, you know, is that a waste of time, too? Or, like, we just, it's, it's a whole thing, you know, that I'm trying to figure out in my head. It's like, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, you know, I have older friends who feel like, you know, um... They're in their twenties, but they—they're f- in their later twenties. They're a little bit older than me. They feel like they should be in different places, relationship-wise, or you know, they're ready for certain things, you know, in a sense. And so I look at that too, and it's like I'm not there yet, you know, at that age. But it's like you know, I—I I th- I do think about these things, and I think hear them talking. It's like, man, I don't know what I want to do when I get to that point, or what I want to even do right now, in a sense. um But I do know, like one thing I do want to do, I do definitely want to get back into dating and stuff like that. You know, there are different things. Um, random ass text message. <laughs> um, there are different things. I don't. I, I do know one thing. I probably am ready to get back into the dating pool. I just I just know I am. It's been a while. You know, I want to experience life. I want to, you know, experience new love and all that stuff and all those different things. You know, the love and the heartbreak that comes with a point. I don't really Nobody wants to experience heartbreak, but, you know, I feel like I'm ready to to move back into, you know, into that, you know, into that space, um, you know, I do miss being, I don't want to say I miss being in a relationship, but I mean, you miss certain aspects of like the companionship, you miss certain aspects of the intimacy and not the sex, but you know, the, you know, just being so close to somebody and sharing a space with somebody and sharing a vibe with somebody, you know, talking to them, you know, being in this, just this, this, this zone with them, um that you you only really can get from being in a relationship in a sense you know and also i kind of miss building something with somebody like you know the the different and maybe i'm romanticizing romance but you know there are different things that you know that you know you can only get in a relationship and it's in love is a beautiful thing you know so in a sense and i've experienced that or i felt like i've experienced that so it's like you know hey i would like to experience that with somebody else now knowing what I know and being in a and not seeing I'm being per, I'm perfect because there's still some things that'll come out like you know, um in that relationship or things I'll have to deal with. But you know, being in a much healthier space or in a different healthy space, and um not only just being in a healthy space but um being more mature. You know if you get what I mean um that's just just a thought that I'm having too it's like I do feel like I am ready to to start dating again I want to but you know it's a whole it's a whole um pepperoni pizza (laughs) a whole panini a whole panera bread a whole panorama (laughs) um in a sense so it's like you know when things get better you know even if I you know I get serious about the dating app things or you know hey I find somebody through other means or whatever it'd be cool and all that stuff um I don't. I don't feel like I. I'm gonna fight it, or I'll fight it like I did when I initially was like, you know, um, when I first started dating, you know, when I was 18, when I was 19 years old. Um, to me, it's something I feel like I embrace now, and I got. I, I want to, cause you know, everybody. I feel like you know, not everybody. I want to put everybody under one paintbrush, you know, or under one thing. But I feel like most people, you know, they um. They kind of yearn for that, in a sense. You know, they do yearn for that. They do want that. You know, that's something that they they enjoy and that they want to to have at the end of the day. If you get what I mean, you know, you you want some type of companionship, you know. And I'm not saying, and people say, if you want a companion, you want that, get a puppy or whatever. But not that type of companionship, you know, romantic love and stuff like that, you know. And I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at the end of the day. And that's just kind of where I'm at, you know, with it. But I realize I've definitely gone, uh, way over my time, (laughs) uh, in a sense, I, I don't want to hold this up any longer, you know, but, you know, I always say thank you for listening to the podcast, I respect it, I love y'all, I love it, um, (laughs) love it, but, you know, um, just to end it off, oh, okay, I don't want to end it off yet, um, cause I said I want to jump back into doing awkward stories. So awkward stories. And this will be one specifically dating or love and all that stuff. So what's something awkward? Um, <laughs> oh, I got this one. So awkward stories. So, oh, I remember when I was, like, when I was in middle school, right? And oh my God, this is embarrassing. So, um, I didn't know anything about girls and dating and stuff like that. And all these different things. So like, you know, I, I, I learned something from TV. I learned something from Jake and Josh. Like, you know, in the story, or not in the story, in the show, um, the mom was like, oh, if you like a girl, just compliment something she has and walk away or whatever. And, you know, hey, that'll work. So, <laughs> I did that same thing, and it was shoes or whatever. Little did I know, if you compliment women on your shoes, they might think you're gay or something like that. But anyway, I did that, and they were like, oh, thank you. Little did I know, realize that little did I know, I realized that like that don't work, you know, because this is this is real life, this is in the TV show, so I tried that didn't work, <laughs> and that person was like, yeah, I just they were like, yeah, I thought you were thought you were gay because you you said that, I was like, oh no, I just was trying to be whatever, so <laughs> that's one thing I've learned that was so awkward. <laughs> it was so awkward it was so awkward doing it too because it's like uh (laughs) um but ooh, that was a good one um oh ooh, first kiss is always awkward that was so awkward (laughs) I remember it was um I'm giving y'all all all my business this is how I know y'all mess with me because if y'all listen this far y'all got here y'all really bang with me in the podcast y'all not getting this one for free this will not be one of the previews, but, um, ooh, the first kiss, that was really awkward. That was like, um, that was funny. Um, I remember I was outside of the, on, on the campus, there's a, there's a museum, um, there's an art museum. And so it hasn't been open for years or whatever, for, for whatever reason, I don't know, but you know, it was outside of the air, it was nighttime and it was just like, really like, Okay, we're gonna do this, huh? Yeah, we're gonna do this, and then we just did it. It was just like it wasn't great. Uh, it was it was, bad. Uh, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was so awkward. It was just like, okay, we just it just guessed. Yay! All right, you wanna uh, let me walk you back <laughs> now. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so um, yeah. <laughs> These are my little awkward stories, but you know, um, 2021 is going to be, you know, for, for all people, I hope that it's a year that brings you blessings. It brings you love if that's what you so seek and, you know, it just, it just brings good vibes and stuff like that, you know? And, um, if 2021 is trying to bring me my person, my, uh, my roof, you know, I'm trying to be the ass of somebody's roof, you know, Hey, hit me up in the DM. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't 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 dm me (laughs) don't dm me with that but all right now y'all uh once again thank you for listening um you know new podcast out (laughs) um yeah or new podcast episode will be out thank you for listening bye